So we're holding by Malach Malaf, where at Paragvav Pasuk Yedala, the Shir was started as a Schosi Lenishmas Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, it should also be a Schosi Lenishmas Rebichel Machel Ben Asher and Chaim Malaz Ben Shemshanarye, as well as a Schos for Fush Leimah for Moish Ben Miriam, Yosef Nach Ben Chava, and Chaim Moish Yeshua Ben Malka. So Pasuk Yedalid Vayivan Shlomo Yasabayis Vayichaleu Shlomo built the base of Mikdash and he finished it. So Zakta Redak he finished the outer walls and the roof. So now that the basic structure was in place, now Shlomo went to do the interior decorating. So Pasuk Tezvav Vayivan as Kiris Habayis Mibaisa he built the walls of the base of Mikdash on the inside Betzalei Sarazim with boards of cedar wood Mikarka Habayis at Kiris Hasupan from the floor of the base of Mikdash all the way up to the ceiling beams. Tzipa eats mibayas. He overlaid it with wood on the inside. Vayitzaf as karkahabayas, and he also laid for the floors of the base hamigdash betzalus beroishim with cypress wood. So the basic structure previously we saw was made out of stone, and yet here he's covering all the stone with wood. Why would he cover all the stone with wood? So Rashi explains that it was a practical reason. Shlomai wanted to overlay the entire interior with gold. Gold could not be attached to the stone. So therefore, Shlomi had to overlay the stone with wood, and then the gold sheets could be attached properly to the wood, which would not have happened if they went to, if they tried to do it directly onto the stone. The Adaris Elio explains that the high walls of the base of Migdash Shlomi use cedar wood because the cedar tree is very tall and durable, and it will not deteriorate with time. That made more sense for the walls. But for the floor, he chose cypress wood. The cypress wood is shorter and broader than cedar, and the wood is harder and heavier, also making it well uh, a good use for floorboards that would be constantly walked on. And at the end of the day, he overlaid everything, the floor and the walls, with gold. So continuing, He built an overlay for the 20 amas that were at the back of the base of Mikdash. Till now we were talking about the area that's known as the Kaidesh, the 40 amas that made up the Kaidesh. But now Shlomai deals with the back area that was making up the Kaidesh Kedashim. So for that, that was a 20 amas space. So for that, he overlaid it, Betzalois Arazim, with cedar wood that went, Minakarka Arakiris also, from the floor to the roof, to the beams. And he prepared this area inside the partition, inside the devir, to be the Kodesh Kadashim. Now here Rashi learns that this word devir, devir till now, was always referring to the Kodesh Kadashim. But here it seems like this word, inside the devir, devir here is actually referring to the area that was the partition, meaning the Amatraxin itself, here is referred to as Devir. So like we saw previously, the word bias switched off from referring to the Kodesh to referring to the Annex. Here also, according to Rashi, the word Devir, switching off from referring to the Kodesh Kedoshim to referring to the Mechitza that separated between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kedoshim. Pasuk Yedzayin now tells us about the measurements of the Heichel of the Kodesh. The Abayim Ba'ama Hoya Habayis, the Front part of the base Amigdash was forty amas long. Who, uh, forty amas long. Who a heichal That was the heichal area, the kodesh area that was at the front. So, as we saw in the pictures that uh, I posted previously, the total area of the kodesh and the kodesh kadashim was over sixty amas. There were twenty amas of the kodesh, forty amas of the kodesh. Uh, I'm sorry, 
there were 20 amas of the Kodesh Kadashim, plus 40 amas of the Kodesh, plus the area of the walls and the Mechitza, which is not included in the 60 amma measurement. So it was over 60 amas in length. There's an interesting Yerushalmi in Brachas, in the fourth parak. The Yerushalmi says that our Pasuk here refers to the Heichal as Lefnoi. Who are Heichal Lefnoi? So the Gemara Darshans, what does it mean, Lefnoi? It means Lefanim. That it's Heichal, Shakol Hapanim Painin Lai. It's the Heichal where all of the faces face towards it. In other words, everyone davens towards it. So the Gemara says, okay, but that's Heichal Lefnoi. That was while the Beis HaMikdash was still standing. But how do you know that that's the area that a person should have Kavana towards when it's also destroyed. So the Gemari asked, That's why in Shirashirim it's referred to as Literally, those words mean that it was built for a storage of weapons. But the Gemara Darshans, what does it mean? It's tell the mound or pile or ruin that all of the males daven over it. Bebracha b'ne Yerushalayim, b'tefila elakei David u'b'ne Yerushalayim, b'kriya shema p'yrei sukkah shalom aleni ve'alama Yisrael ve'avishalayim. That all we are constantly, as you could see from these examples in the Gemara, constantly davening over the rebuilding of that tell of that pile, that it should once again be the makayim where we are able to go and serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu with the rebuilding of the Beis Hamikdash. So just to end off, pasuk yotches, and I will give you a picture of what um, the Hadar version of the Mikras Kedai suggests that this Pasuk is referring to, but here it's talking about the intricate designs that were on the inside. The Erez El Habayis and the cedar upon the uh, upon the base of Mikdash Panim on the inside was Miklas Pekayim, was decorated with designs, Upeture Tzitzim, with designs of knobs and blossoming flowers, hakol erez, everything was covered with cedar wood, ain't ever near it, you couldn't see any stone. And as we said before, because everything was plated with gold, so you couldn't attach gold, as Rashi told us, directly onto the stone, so therefore everything was overlaid with cedar wood and then covered with this uh, decorative plating of gold. And again, I will send you a picture of what these um, decorative knobs and blossoming flowers potentially looked like.